Oh, yeah. You know what this means. Bulls starting lineup means we got to get Will Purdue on the line. Will, how you doing, my friend? Happy uh, Wednesday. Well, John, I'm doing well, man. Thank you very much. You got a busy day. I, I know you're, 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 you're moving today, right? Yeah, it's, it's um, you know, they, they say, you know, try to make it as stress-free as possible, but I think that's impossible to make that statement. <laughs> it seems like something always seems to go wrong. Now, at the end of the day, we'll wake up tomorrow and we'll be like, that really wasn't that big of a deal. But at the time that it happens, because, you know, you're getting pulled in so many directions, it seems like a big deal, and it uh, provides a little chaos, to say the least. <laughs> right, I bet it does. And we should remind, we should tell people you're 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 here in Chicago. That's where you're. That's where you're moving within. You're not getting out of here. No, no, no. So I'm actually I moved from the West Loop to Sauganash. Okay, so no, I'm still Saugenash. in the city. Okay, there you go. Far northwest side. Gotta love that. Did I cut you off at the front wheel? Were you about to ask me something? No, well, yeah, I was going to say, you know, because of your guys' view there at the WGN Studios, mm-hmm. where did this rain come from? I <laughs> thought it wasn't supposed to rain for like 10 days. That's I know. Hard. These are little, little pop-up storms. Are you getting rain where you are right now? We don't have anything downtown. Bright sunshine. Uh, we got some sprinkles, but I think everybody uh, would agree that it's something that we definitely need, that's yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Okay, so eyes on the basketball world are on the NBA Finals. You've been, I mean, what a great Eastern Conference Final that was. Almost had a 3-0 complete comeback by the uh, by the Celtics, but then get a little blown out there in Game 7. What are your early thoughts here in this, uh, this Finals matchup? Well, I mean, we've... It's kind of funny. We've said this every time, you know, with Miami. I mean, first of all, the Bulls were up late in the second half and could have won that game, but they didn't. And then they beat Milwaukee. And then they beat Philly. And then now they've, they've beaten Boston. I mean, who have they not beaten? Right. Every, every series we keep saying that there's no way Miami can find a way to win. But you know, the biggest thing to me that it proves in sports but also in life is is just sometimes effort wins. Sometimes effort beats talent, especially when you can put it together in a team team atmosphere and aspect. Sometimes it's just you can play harder than somebody or, you know, do something better than somebody just from an effort standpoint and, you know, and, and beat somebody that technically is more talented than you. What's what's like the watching peg for a Chicago and is it is Jimmy Butler enough to to get Bulls fans or to to view in and watch what's the what's the drama that you think is the is the pitch for a Chicago maybe not well, the most the biggest NBA fan to tune into this thing Well there's two things quite honestly I mean you think about first of all Jimmy a former bull just how hard he plays and uh I always I, I say this not not to be uh, judgmental, but it's he's entertaining. He plays with a little bit of flair, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I think Mark uh, Wahlberg might have given him a few acting lessons, <laughs> and it's obviously paid off with how many times he goes to the free throw line. But, uh-huh. you know, you, it's, it's like even in NASCAR. NASCAR's coming to town in July. You're always trying to push the envelope, right? Mm-hmm. And I keep – I know it's kind of like it's not oranges to oranges, but – 
kind of like when the speed speed limit's 55 and you're driving 80. If you don't get caught, are you technically breaking the law? You know, so if occasionally a player flops or, um, you know, is dramatic when he gets fouled, you know, to make sure that the official sees it, you know, it's pushing the envelope. I think sometimes guys get carried away, but, you know, Jimmy's made it an art and he's made himself one of the best players in the league because of the, the things that he can do to not only, you know, make himself a better player, but I think there's no ifs, ands, or buts about the fact that he makes the Miami Heat a better player. And the second part of that equation is Arturis Karnasovas, currently, the, you know, the president for the Chicago Bulls, had a hand in putting together this Denver Nugget team that on paper looks superior to the Heat. But we have to be really careful about, you know, the eye test and then what we see on paper. Well, I wanted to uh, to pivot to something, and if you, if you don't really want to get into it, that's totally fine. But one of your former teammates has made some more news in Scottie Pippen. He was on Stacey King's podcast and kind of critical of Michael and said he wasn't the greatest player early on until he, you guys really became a team and... It feels like every time Scotty's in the in the news, it's something of of Scotty criticizing former teammates. And I know when the last dance came out, and then he had a book come out. It just uh, it's been an interesting couple of years for Scotty Pippen. Do you want to address that at all, Will? Because I know he made some headlines in his recent interview with Stacey King. Yeah, I mean, I, I I start off by saying, listen, the one thing I saw from Stacey, if you follow Stacey on Instagram and Twitter is he he was very clear in the sense that there were some things that were out there on social media that Scotty did not say. In the sense that if you go back and listen to the interview and then you listen to how a tape was cut, or in this case dubbed, you know, it tried to make it more dramatic, tried to add a little little more uh, well since it was Stacy's uh, podcast add a little more hot sauce to the discussion. Well, you think that like that someone system. cut it up, like they edited it. In that, a... that was going around, yeah. But there still was yeah, some things Stacey said. Said that if you watch this one clip, why he's talking, his lips don't move. Right. And I did the interview, and he never said that. You know, Stacy put that out there on his social media oh, that you know that was not that was not what he said. You know, it was some pieces of the interview put it put together, spliced together to make it look like he said something. But listen, the one thing that Scotty has done over the last couple of years, for whatever reason, has become quite critical of, you know, Michael and his actions. I know Scotty was disappointed, um, you know, in the, the lack of his role, <clears throat> excuse me, the lack of his role in the last dance. I personally felt like Scotty didn't get enough credit for the things that he provided, and not just to help Michael win championships, but to help me and the Chicago Bulls and Phil Jackson and Jerry Krause. I mean, the list goes on, you know, about how important Scotty was to this team. I mean, there's two certain, there's two things specifically that I think people don't talk about enough when it comes to Scotty. When we went from game one to game two, and they switched Scotty onto Magic Johnson. We won game two, three, four, and five. We won four straight. I don't right. think people talk about that enough. He totally changed the outcome of the next four games because of how he and his ability to play 
But Magic Johnson, remember Michael guarded him in Game One. I, but but Lil, I got also, I just got to say, I, as a as I was a Bulls fan, obviously in the '90s, still am. But like that was when I was a like, growing up. That was like when the Bulls. Were, it was always Michael and Scotty, and Michael obviously maybe won A, and Scotty won B. But I feel like most Chicago fans do give Scotty Pippen a ton of credit, and rightfully so. So what's this complex about? Well, I think you're right in the Chicago aspect. I'm not sure about the national you know, media. But, you know, it's interesting, John, you bring that up because this is the one thing I keep saying. I'm like, listen, you know, we're all older now. We're all in our 50s. Some are in their 60s. To me, it seems somewhat petty to have something like that because, to me, when you take it all into consideration, it just feels like Scotty's doing more to to tarnish his career than he actually is to help it. Yeah, and this is the point of the career you could, like, help yourself out a ton. Will, can you stick around for another segment? We're running up on a clock here. Yes, sir. All right, I'm going to dive in a little bit more with the the great Will. Yeah, Will's got nothing going on today. (laughs) Yeah, he's just moving. (laughs) Stick around for 10 more minutes. Sorry, Will. He'll he'll do it. He's a good guy. I I do want to play a game with Will Purdue, too. Uh, Purdue and you. Purdue will be your lifeline. Will Purdue for a game about uh, basketball movies. 312-981-7200 if you want to play that game for a prize. Call right now. 312-981-7200. We'll do a break. Then the news. Then that on WGN. There we go, seven twenty WGN. It's John Hanson in for Lisa Dent. Will they're they're all making fun of me that I made you stay on for another segment, even though it's your moving day. Sorry, Will Purdue. Well, you're actually getting me out of a little work. My <laughs> wife keeps poking her head around the corner, you know, with the hands on the sky, like any time now. Yeah, well, you owe me one. You can stay on the whole rest of the hour if you'd like. Seven seven three says my friend used to call himself. Michael Pippen when trying to show off his basketball skills. The two stars were inseparable in our minds when considering their greatness. Too bad Scotty is ruining it now. We're talking about that interview, which uh, we admit, and Stacey King has said it was doctored and there was some um, you know, deep fake going on with Scotty Pippen's voice, but his general sentiment has been less than appreciative of uh, Michael Jordan and how it's kind of um, a lot of Chicagoans feel like it rubs them the wrong way. Any final thoughts on that sort of feud that has seemed to have developed over the last few years? Well, I think this is, quite honestly, John, I think this is a good lesson for everybody. You know, as you pointed out, this isn't the first time this has happened. You know, because he, he, you know, had some, you know, things to say in regards to his, uh, you know, in his book. And, you know, it's just, I don't, I wish I really had an answer on why he's chosen to go down this route. And you always wonder sometimes if maybe his what he's trying to say is being misconstrued. But a lot of times when you double down, you know, it's really hard to say, well, that's not what I said. I think that the valuable lesson for us all is that, you know, sometimes if there's any doubt in your mind whatsoever, take a minute to pause before you actually speak. Because once it comes out of your mouth, you can't take it back. Yeah. I know that lesson really well. Uh, I've been talking a lot on the microphone. I guess I'll ask you one last thing, Will. When you look back at your time when you played with them together, was there anything that if you were to say, boy, in 30 years, these two, uh, uh, Scotty's going to be jabbing at Mike, was there anything that indicated that that may be the case when you played with them together? Absolutely not. You know, this is the only thing I will say, um, and it's kind of help put some context with this. I don't think this really has anything to do with it, but it's just kind of interesting that this sticks out in my mind. 
But this is also something, an instance that was created by the media, not by Michael. Um, you know, when we were winning the championships, they were always coming to, trying to come up with catchy nicknames for us. You know, they were like Michael and the Jordanaires. And, you know, it was just, it was kind of just, it was, it was weird, you know, but this wasn't something that Michael's doing. Right. And I remember Scotty, and not just Scotty, but Horace also kind of, you know, they got, they got pretty uh, PO'd in the sense that, you know, uh, you know, I'm not somebody that plays second fiddle to anybody. You know, I should be getting the credit that I deserve. But, you know, it just depends on how you choose to look at it. You know, I've been very fortunate, as you just talked about, you know, for the last 18 years I was commuting back and forth from Louisville, Kentucky, because of my son, you know, who's in high school there and now he's in college. The only thing he needs for me is cash. So, you know, he comes in, plus now that he's older, he comes up to Chicago a lot because, you know, Chicago is a big city at school. So Mm -hmm. I always knew that, you know, A, because I played for the Bulls, B, you know, my job with NBC Sports Chicago and also coming on WGN, you know, I always wanted to get back to Chicago. I feel very fortunate to have played for the Bulls, and I can honestly say that the coolest things that happened to me are what what's happened after my career. And a perfect example of that is, is last night I'm in the Target at Sauganash. <laughs> I mean, I've been moving all day yesterday, doing work around the house, all kinds of stuff. I don't look my best, but as soon as I walked in, this guy recognized me and asked if I could take a picture. Wow. And I'm like, you know, we won the championships back in the early 1990s you know, when I was playing, and there's still all these people that talk about I was – three years old, I was six years old, I was eight years old, you know, just how, what I really enjoy is hearing the stories about how it was must-watch TV and how it actually brought their families together because you knew as when, you know, Monday morning popped up, you knew the Bulls had a game on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. So you knew exactly what your schedule was those three days. You ran home, you got your homework done, you had dinner with the family, and then everybody crowded around the TV to watch the Bulls whip up on somebody. Right, and it, and I get what you're saying here, Will, is that the idea that in your post-career enjoying that love from Chicago, uh, and I'm glad you enjoyed it and appreciate it. I'm sure Scotty does, too, to a certain extent. It just is mirrored by these comments. All right, um, uh, you want to play a little game really quickly with a listener? Yes, I do. We're going to play Purdue and you, and our you is John. John, you're on WGN. Good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, guys. Nice hearing from you. Yeah, we're going to play a game where we're going to play you clips from a basketball-themed movie. <laughs> you have to tell us the title of the movie, and Will Purdue is your lifeline, okay? Sure. All right, if you get a couple right here, we'll do a couple out of, th- probably three out of five if we get there. Will, you ready to go? <laughs> I'm ready. All right, here comes uh, clip number one. Oh, rabbit is. Am I starting to get to you? No, Sydney, you aren't getting to me. You're just making my eardrums hurt. See, the thing is, you guys look at me, you see the backwards hat, the uh, gray socks, the outfit, and you say, now this guy's a chump, am I right? No. But what you don't realize is that it ain't easy. It is hard <laughs> damn work making something this pretty look like a chump or a geek. Uh, so I must be doing it for a reason. Well, you got me convinced, whatever the reason may be. Fact is, I missed this shot, I walk away, I'm still a chump. You miss, and you've been beat, well, not once, but twice by a slow, white, geeky chump. (laughs) All right, John, any guess? White men can't jump. Will Purdue, yeah, there it is. You didn't even need Will for that one. I'm sure you had it. That's one in a row. Let's go to clip number two. Look, 
I want to help, but I haven't played basketball in a long time. My timing's all off. Yeah, we'll fix your timing. Look at our facilities. We've got hoops. We got weights. We've got balls. Sure do. This place is a mess. Mess? You're worried about a little mess? There's nothing here a little spitshine wouldn't fix. Spitshine! Spitshine! <laughs> all right, John, what do you got? Space Jam. Oh, God, you don't even need Will. Will, you know this one? You knew those, right? Hey, we're no chumps. <laughs> it's two for two. <laughs> Let's uh, go with number three. I'm going to give you contracts. If you sign and honor your side of them, we are going to be successful. Damn, do I get a signing bonus for signing this contract? Yes, sir. You get to become a winner. Because if there's one thing I know, it is this. The losing stops now. Starting today, you will play like winners, act like winners, and most importantly, you will be winners. All right, John, what do you got? Uh, I don't, I'm drawing a blank. Will, any, Will, any guesses? I'm drawing a blank, too. Can you give us a hint? Uh, no, it's Coach Carter. <laughs> we don't have time for hints in this game. That's okay. You got another chance here. You'll get it. That was Coach Carter. Here is clip number okay. four. Here's clip number four. I don't know if it'll make any change, but I figure it's time for me to start playing ball. Yeah. I told you once I got rid of him. One other thing. I play. Coach stays. He goes, I go. Now, look, wait. Uh, he, uh... Coach is uh, dismissed by a vote of 68 to 45. I think we should vote again. It's called for re-vote. And all those in favor of the coach staying, say aye. Aye. Those opposed? Nay. Coach stays. Coach stays. John, what is it? I'm going to go with a lifeline to Will. (laughs) Will, what do you think? Oh, I got this one. This is Hoosiers. All right. That's right. That's yeah, three. Gonna, you know, I was going to say that, but I wasn't 100% sure, so I said, ah, I better not do that. Oh, that's always easier to there say after know, the NBA call. champion helps you on out. All right, Will Purdue, thank you for your time. You won John a prize. Congratulations. We're going to get you two pair of tickets to the 39 Steps of Must See Production at the uh, Drury Lane Theater in Oakbrook Terrace. Stay on the line, John. Will, it's good to talk to you, my friend. Thanks for catching up with us. John, you too. Glad I could help out. I I, I felt bad after I didn't get Coach Carter. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. You got the one that was necessary. That's a great Will Purdue.